problem. People need to calm down, get a little less politically correct, and I would say, you know, love everybody. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. This is a freak show. An intergalactic freak show. What do you make of that? It's about right. I keep telling my colleagues um, that this is the new normal. God help us all. Hold on a sec. I'm going to get me a beer. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. He's made a fool out of himself over the last couple of days. I give you America itself! This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Friday, Friday, I'm live from Studio C. Oh, see, si, senor. A dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Oscar, the king of Hollywood. <laughs> what was that tone of voice you just used? What do you mean? That oh, wasn't your usual voice or cadence. I have a bit of a cold. Huh. Seems to have gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a mild cold. Came and went. <laughs> I'll be darned. Ten days my eye. <clears throat> I've been taking the zinc. See, it's back again. <laughs> Ahem. Sean, you're going to tell us who will win and who should win? Oh, yeah. We came across a reporter who's writing an article on what is even a movie anymore, which is a pretty darn good question in the modern world. If I watched it on my laptop... And it was about an hour and a half long, and there's not another episode. Wait, with the actors and the story and the <laughs> script? Is that a movie? Or no, it's not if it didn't show in a theater. Right. Why? Right. Well, if, if that's what kills the freaking Oscars, great. <laughs> Whatever it takes. <laughs> Same problem they've got with TV shows. If there are several episodes and I watched it on my laptop, how's that not a TV show? Right. Right. Or why is it a TV show and not a series of movies? I don't know. <laughs> a series of movies on the same story. I don't know. Is there any point? Maybe they should come up with something called Screen Time Awards. Well, right. <laughs> Things yeah. you looked at on your screen this year that you enjoyed. Well, right. And, and, and the fact that, so it's an hour and a half long. It's got the actors and the story and the, the scenes and all that. And uh, then they hire up a theater and show it for two days. And then they can call it a movie. You can hire a movie theater and do anything in it. It doesn't make what you did a movie. Clearly, though, so it's it's really not much of a test. I've tried. You can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, we need to go to some sort of screen time awards, just something you've watched on a screen somewhere, which might include a really popular YouTube video that everybody saw. Wow. Or <laughs> some kid unpacking toys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Enough people watched it and really liked it. Maybe it gets some sort of award. Auto-tuned cats. <laughs> For instance. Right. Uh, let's kick off the show by introducing everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling lever side this morning. I'm, Michael. I'm doing okay. I'm dealing with a tragedy, basically. My cell phone died this morning. Oh, um, oh, oh my. Yeah. You still I, showed up to work? I, I did. I know, but it's hard <laughs> How? because How'd I... How you find your way? I'm so used to being able to get information or text or whatever, and I'm realizing that how dependent I am on this phone. So it's just... Uh, yeah. And I have no home line right now, so there's no way to communicate with basically anybody. Do so you I'm need real- to communicate with anybody? So that's that's the thing I always remind myself of. I, I used to go to work and, not, and, and be completely cut off from everyone every day, and everything was fine. And my dad went to work every day for like 40 years that way, and everything was okay. Well, and we both had dads that traveled. 
And my dad would, you know, he'd be gone for four or five days, whatever. He'd call at probably once during the trip, say hey to everybody. We'd ask him if he was going to bring us a present, and then he'd show up a couple of days later. And everybody was okay. Right? Yeah, well, I'll go a couple. And your, your wife or husband just assumed you were coming home from work today, even if you didn't text what time you were leaving or something. Right. I'll go a couple segments, see how I do, and if you know if it's too tough, I'll go home. But I, I think I can make it through. That is weird, though. There's just this... Uh, you know, it's whatever you're used to, but... Give me your Twitter password, and I'll keep you up to date if anybody's saying anything about you, all right? <laughs> Hate for you to miss anything. Like, if I didn't get any communication from my wife, I'd just have to assume they've all perished in a tornado, oh, or boy. she's taken them to Mexico or something, because why else would she? Sure. Or would we not communicate with right. each other throughout the morning? Right, right. Uh, there is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Uh, doing very well. Uh, there is another episode of the Positive Edition episode piece article of the Positive. Is it Sean. a movie? <laughs> There's another movie of the Positive Sean blog up today, focusing on the Oscars, who will win, who should win, including the fact that the first two pictures that I think should win Best Picture weren't even nominated. So it's really mm. unlikely that those things will come true. Uh, but I also snuck in at the very end. I saw a, a pre an advanced screening because i'm a mover and a shaker in these worlds of the how to train your dragon hidden world thing i snuck in a, a review of that at the end mm. so if you're looking for something to see this weekend make sure you check out what i say first and then make your decision <laughs> and that's for yeah. kids mostly or yeah, not? absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah my kids are looking forward to that there's marshall phillips who does our news every day how are you marshall well as the show's man about town i'm very pleased to point out that today is national margarita day <laughs> oh <laughs> I like, yes. I like the way if there's like eight syllables. The Margarita was popularized. <laughs> there was nine that time. By a feature in Esquire magazine way back in 1953. Didn't know that. And by the 1977 release, of course, of Jimmy Buffet's song Margaritaville. So the Margarita's not a traditional Mexican drink? <laughs> no, it, it goes was, back hundreds of years or something? I didn't well, know that. No, it is a traditional Mexican drink. The National okay. Day, though, was supposedly founded by a few dozen bartenders each claiming credit for creating the day. Well, anyway, my advice, check out your local restaurants and bars for specials and deals in celebration of the tequila-based delight. I'd go to Chevy's. That's where you get your yeah. best margarita. I don't speak Spanish. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Blue of course. Agave. If you get the good tequila, don't blend your margarita, please. Just don't. You're a bartender. Yeah. You're, you're a fancy bartender. You're wasting it. The yeah. ice melts too quickly. You're just watering down the tequila. You're, you're stepping on the stuff that you're paying for. So when you're saying don't blend it, what, it just let it on the lay rocks. on top? On the rocks. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just okay. get margarita. If, you, if you're getting a top shelf margarita, get it right. on the rocks. When I, was going right, to, when I was on vacation in Mexico City and going to fancy restaurants, the margaritas, it would take them like a half an hour to make one. Oh, yeah. They're always on the rocks, and they were flipping unbelievable. They were also like $20. Another but, pro tip? Fresh limes make all the difference. Yeah, I as don't opposed know they to that this. stupid lime juice. They chop so. up all the fresh fruit and yeah, do yeah, all this yeah. stuff, and it was just yeah. amazing. Yes, compared to your kind of fast foodish Mexican restaurant, that I think there's probably a has greater a margarita machine. That right, they pull exactly. the handle like it's a Slurpee, <laughs> <laughs> which has some utility. That's yeah, some use. If I'm gonna drink ten of them, keep them coming fast. It absolutely says something about America that we've gotten used to, like the cheese sauce on nachos. Yeah. And, and and margarita mix, whatever that yeah. is, and have completely, well, it's like a, you got to go two generations back to anybody who knows what, you know, it ought to taste like, what it originally tasted like. The cheap, ubiquitous version of everything is, right. is yeah. all we know. Yeah, and it's it, going more troubling. that direction. We might, yeah. We'll be that way with hamburgers someday, I suppose. 
Oh, no. Uh, have you ever had one? It's like actually made at home, a hamburger. They don't taste oh, anything like McDonald's. Please. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Friday, February 22nd, the year 2019, where Armstrong and Getty and we approve of this program. All right, then. Let's get started officially according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. Chelsea, you wasted all that damn time and money. You, you know what you should have did? What's that? Just went up in Liam Neeson's neighborhood. You could have solved all your damn problems. <laughs> Oh, oh, my God, it took me a minute. Charles Barkley weighing in on the Jesse Smollett story. It's a national treasure. He is good. You shouldn't have wasted your your time or money. Yeah. You should have just gone to Liam Neeson's neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, an unfortunate (laughs) reference to the movie actor's confession of a few weeks ago. That is fantastic. (laughs) Dang it. I want to hear that again. What are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Empire actor Josie Smollett back at work denying he staged the racist attack. Surely they're going to fire him, aren't they? Uh, you can't keep him work. around as an employee. Got an election. He's going to go to jail for one thing, so you got to replace him for that reason. Yeah, write a few scenes in jail. Smuggle a camera in. I think they're going to wait for that to happen to kind of force their hand. Uh, to have an election do-over in North Carolina, we had vote harvesting and vote wrangling and social media acting to stop vaccination misinformation coming up wow um uh, how's mailbag look oh it's it's fine it's great we have a mystery here at the radio ranch also clips of the week moments away how exciting is that oh quite quite roger roger stone might finally have to actually stop doing tv interviews talking about his life and trump's life and everything else You'll be missed. Yeah. He really got lectured by a judge yesterday. We've got all those stories coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the, of, of the nation. Remember, as you're enjoying this fabulous podcast of the radio show, you can also get the Armstrong and Getty One More Thing podcast and Armstrong and Getty Extra Large, our long-form interviews, available via the iTunes podcast app and the iHeart app. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hey, I just read the whole Charles Barkley thing, commenting on Jesse Smollett. we got to play that whole thing. That is hilarious. Apparently, he brought it up out of nowhere. Everybody got wide-eyed like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. And he said, hey, I'm just thinking out loud. I love Chuck Barkley. Among the things he said is, America, do not commit crimes with checks. (laughs) That's hilarious. Stop by an ATM. Use cash. Right. You can't write checks for crime. If you hadn't heard it, old Smollett literally wrote a check to the Nigerian brothers for their services. Oh, God, I wonder funny. if he wrote in the memo, help with hoax hate crime. <laughs> Shame. Do not write checks when you're committing illegal activity. That's hilarious. Mailbag oh is coming up in a moment or two. Right now, it's time to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. When you went, we was going to bed, I misunderstood you, and uh, yeah, I really did a boo-boo on that one. You can just take your business over to Pete Rose's Chupacabra Safari. The police now believe that Smollett staged his own attack. So I'm really disappointed in Jesse Smollett. I feel like he f***ed up Black History Month, bro. 
This is a serious issue. I think McCabe and Rod Rosenstein really believe that the president had obstructed justice. I think they were wrong, but they honestly believed it, and they were looking for a way, short of impeachment, to remove him from office. Look, I think any law enforcement official who thinks that the 25th Amendment operates in a case like this is disqualified from serving in government. Although at age 77 years old, he isn't so much running as he's slowly wandering for president. I have never, I have heard Adam on a number of occasions say that he is the third eye, third eye raven, has evidence and seen things nobody else has ever seen before. You don't have to have eight women around you twerking. I can always tell by realtor eyes. She got him. <laughs> oh, that's a good cow. Right. Very, very well marbled. Delicious. Today's a slow news day. I would uh, put in a CD today. <laughs> oh, stop it. Hey, do you, how quickly can you come up with that Chuck Barkley clip? The same one we played. That ought to be an honorary uh, clip of the week. We'll have it in the uh, later edition. Jesse, you wasted all that damn time and money. You, you know what you should have did? What's that? Just went out in the Liam Neeson neighborhood. <laughs> you could have solved all your damn problems. Oh, my God. He can't even get through it. He's so amused by his, that's his own edgy, bad self. That's a clever and edgy joke. Everyone yeah. else on the desk is it's like physically leaning away from him <laughs> as they're like head down. They're trying to, they don't know what's going on and they all can't stop laughing that either. That's hilarious. Oh, boy. Mailbag. Hey, now, you can email us anytime you want. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, you have a point of view you want to share. You see a story you think we ought to be talking about. Uh, whatever. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Lavish praise, certainly. How about a freedom-loving quote of the day from uh, from both George Washington and Abraham Lincoln? Together? A lot of, a lot of school kids Didn't today they... getting... Huh? Didn't realize they crossed paths. Well, Lincoln Geo Walker. I was just thinking of how, you know, a lot of kids and companies and all have these, like, alterna holidays. And we used to get Washington's and Lincoln's birthdays as, as holidays and, and learn about them in school and the rest of it. So, George Washington, if freedom of speech is taken away, then dumb and silent we may be led like sheep to the slaughter. Hey, now. You want to know I'm a First Amendment freak? Right there, G Dub. Nate Lincoln said this, Nearly all men can stand adversity, but if you want to test a man's character, give him power. Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, that's ooh. a good one. Link could whoop your arse on the wrestling mat. Could turn a phrase. Man hmm. for all seasons. It's just so wiry. His limbs were cut. It's like wrestling an octopus. Exactly. Very lanky. One of his tricks he would do to, to impress people is he would take an axe. There was a fire axe there at the White House. Okay. His first one. And he would hold it up between his thumb and his finger like this by the heavy head. Mm-hmm. And apparently, no, I've never tried to do that. I'm sure I couldn't. Right. But apparently nobody else could do that. Yeah. Getting to grip strength. Well, he's country strong. He's farm strong. <laughs> Don't mess with the farmer. Uh, let's see. How about your uh, federal crime of the day? Because there are so many, nobody even knows how to count them. Uh, Section 18, U.S. Code, paragraph 1462, subparagraph A, makes it a federal crime to import an obscene, lewd, lascivious, or filthy pamphlet. Mm. Let me see that pamphlet. That's one lascivious pamphlet. That law's never been to Las Vegas. Yeah, no kidding. Stay kid. Kid, Mm. you want to see a pamphlet? It's pretty lascivious. (laughs) Well, you can print them. You just can't import them. We won't won't have any foreign 
filthy pamphlets. American America. filthy pamphlets. That's right. <laughs> right. Taking away the jobs, pamphleteering, Americans won't do something. Uh, let's see. Travis says he's really enjoying uh, the Emmy-nominated A&G podcast, One More Thing. It's an extra uh, segment of the show, but a little different. Podcast is hysterical. I'm loving it. I also like how you guys warn us, albeit intentionally, that you're about to swear. 90% of the curse words are prefaced with, oh, yeah, we're on the podcast, so we can swear. (laughs) And the profanity ensues. Awesome. Keep up the good work. Awesome. (laughs) You can't unlearn all these years of, uh, you know, radio. It's very difficult for me to say a naughty word into a mic. Let's see. Heather, nice note here. I sent you a gift. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, it was a constitution-based board game. Mm. I'm certainly not expecting a thank you note or a set of oven mitts, but I wanted to make sure you received it. Then she goes into detail about the person at the front desk and that person's last name and wants to make sure that that person isn't a thief. Um, We know our receptionist and we know her name, and she is not a thief. She's very nice. On the other hand, I have not seen the uh, constitution board game. Are you kidding? We do have a lot of stuff in our office. I'll be playing that all night. I'm an no avid. quartering troops. No, dang it, wrong again. Yeah, I'm an, a very competitive board game player, but I feel like I would lose to Joe in that almost assuredly. Yeah, you know, uh, right. At, Tim Sandifer would just oh, destroy please. people. Oh, please. Uh, Terry with a comment on the fiasco in New York with Amazon and, and OAC and the rest of it. Says it reminds me of a comment a friend made when I worked in New York years ago. They love jobs; it's employers they hate. There's mm-hmm. a lot of that. Mm-hmm. It's like people love a place to live, but they hate landlords and consider them evil. Not quite understanding commerce. Marshall's got the news next. The Catholic Church Conference is still going on. Are they finally going to deal with their problems? All that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Breaking news, and there could be a lot of it in Venezuela over the weekend. One dead, 12 injured Venezuelan soldiers opened fire over humanitarian aid on the Brazilian border. Oh, boy. I was afraid of that. So at least some of the militaries willing to follow orders to keep aid out. Yeah, I'm sure they have their most loyal guys and well-paid deployed for that duty, because that's that's the flashpoint right now. Or, Or the most loyal guys behind the guys. That yeah. Are, uh, yeah, which well, was often well the case. Said. Yeah, yeah that, that could turn into a really ugly yeah. situation over the weekend in which we get involved somehow. Anyway, more on that later. News now with Marsha Phillips. Empire actor Jesse Smollett is denying he staged a racist and homophobic attack last month in Chicago. Wow. I can't wow. believe he's doing this. TMZ reports that he apologized to the Empire cast and crew yesterday and proclaimed his innocence to one and all. Now, Smollett apologized that he's being railroaded? What did he apologize for? He just apologized. I don't know exactly what uh, the apology consisted of in that case. Smollett returned to work after being released from the Cook County Jail. TMZ reporting some of the cast members want him fired. He's facing a felony. You gotta know when to hold them. You gotta know when to fold them. Mm. It is time to fold them, Jussie. You've got to go with full on. I'm a drug addict or sex addict or something. Sure, yeah. you got to do the rehab thing. You got to make a comeback on the Ellen Show. Exactly. But pretending that that you're not, you didn't do what you're being accused right. of is not the right direction to go. 
Outside. Well, plus, I, I think I hear a call for a guest shot on uh, Empire by uh, Kenny Rogers. The gambler <laughs> reference. Have him come on, sing that song to young Jesse. Know mm-hmm. when to walk away, Jesse. Know when to stop getting plastic surgery, Kenny, he might reply. <laughs> Outside court yesterday, Cook County Prosecutor Risa Lanier read some of the uh, details in the indictment against the actor, talking about how he approached the two brothers to help fake the attack, then after... The so-called attack, Prosecutor Lanier says. Smollett then drove the, the brothers home and provided them with a $3,500 personal check made payable to Abel. Then Lanier says after he filed... Excellent plan writing a check. Yes. <laughs> wow. Then Lanier says after Smollett filed a police report about the attack, he went on Good Morning America. During the Good Morning America interview, Smollett stated, and it feels like... If I had said I was a Muslim or a Mexican or someone black, I feel like the doubters would have supported me much more, a lot more. These statements by Smollett further misled the police and the public to believe his attackers were white. You know, a lot of actors are crazy. Yeah. Uh, the ability to, to bring forth the most powerful human emotions at will in a phony way is not normal. That's not a normal human reaction. So a lot of people who can do that are crazy. Not everybody, but a lot of people are. Mm -hmm. And he is able to bring forth the whole, oh my God, I'm so upset. Just, you know, turn it on and off for the TV camera. As you'd expect out of an actor. And he's a nut job. A complete nut job. I mean, so it would seem for him to stand there in front of the cast and crew who are like Anybody else in America? I mean, Al Sharpton's out there saying, oh, yeah, he lied. It's a hoax. I mean, so he is lying again to his friends and coworkers. I, I'm sure in their eyes. This is like the, uh, the, the was it Kramer who was running out of gas or Costanza right. who was pretending he was having a, pretending he had a house at the end of Long Island. Right, I mean, yeah. it's just, right. how do you think this is going to end? Right. <laughs> how are you just going to take it clear to the end? All right. You're going to go all the way to the end with this, where just it's you've just embarrassed yourself to everyone? Outside court, Chicago Police Superintendent Eddie Johnson was saying... Absolute justice would be an apology to this city that he smeared. Johnson telling everyone in attendance... When you get the opportunity, the shooting victims and families in this city that are victims of those crimes, give them the same amount of attention. This shouldn't have garnered the attention that it did, but it did because of his celebrity status. As uh, Smollett was leaving the courthouse yesterday, it was indeed a circus. Justin, what about an apology to the city of Chicago? Those cries will probably follow him for a while. Nation's last undecided congressional race is headed for a do-over. North Carolina's election boards ordered a new election. Republican Mark Harris dropped his bid to be declared the victor in the state's ninth congressional race as allegations of tampering with mail-in ballots have been explored in hearings over the past few days. Harris telling everyone, Through the testimony I've listened to over the past three days, I believe a new election should be called. It's become clear to me that the public's confidence in the 9th District seat general election has been undermined to an extent that a new election is warranted. I don't get why they have to go back and do a new primary. I mean, unless the malfeasance, because I think the malfeasance was in the general, the alleged malfeasance. But, you know, I'm not running North Carolina. 
Harris uh, continuing to deny any knowledge of illegal efforts by the operative that was working for him to tamper with absentee ballots. In other news today, we've got teachers in Oakland, California going on strike. Latest, latest educators to become part of a wave of teacher strikes across the country over the past year. Teachers asking for a 12% retroactive raise to compensate for what they say they because they are living among one of the highest and most expensive areas in the country. Meanwhile, in West Virginia, teachers ended a two-day strike that succeeded in killing a measure to bring charter schools and private school vouchers to the state. Oh, no, you got to keep uh, poor kids in crappy schools. Got to force them to go to their school. Don't give them any choice. Don't let them attend the good schools. No way. Keep them down. Way to go, teachers' unions of victory. Hey, Marshall, I know yes. you're planning to do this story next hour. Is this the story you're planning on doing next hour, conservative student attack? Yes. Um, so give me the nut graph on that, because I just watched the video. we got to get to this story now. I, I would, that is I unbelievable. would be delighted. UC uh, Berkeley. Oh, no, course. this is not. I do not have that one. No, uh, a young man one. is uh, handing out pamphlets. He's trying to r- recruit students for a conservative uh, group. Um, his uh, his sign, in fact, I got the story here, but his sign references, uh, you know, ho- hoax attacks, harm real victims, and, and, and he was surrounded by a variety of uh, students who yelled epithets at him, um, called him a racist, inbred every uh, obscenity in the book, and then uh, began beating him. Yeah, I'm watching the Punching video. Punching him in the face repeatedly. Right, I see that, and, and watching the video, it's yeah. the... Often is the case, really big guy walking over and punching a really small guy. Very, very impressive dude. Surrounded by people who are backing you up. Very impressive move. Yeah. Now, if the I rev- want him jailed. Oh, He's he got to be jailed. Jailed forever. And you know who what? Is he? Need to go full Ellen. Or, uh, 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 what's her name? Kathy Griffin. What's hmm. his name? Name, address. Get right. that stuff yeah. out there. I mean, if you're going to say that about those... Covington kids that did nothing wrong. Right, right, who are children. I have video of you punching a guy who's just standing there, so I'm pretty certain what's going on there. But imagine the opposite of this story. I just was watching the video, and it's horrible. Imagine the opposite of that happening politically. What the... There'd be... The the world would stop today over that story. Right. Will it get hardly any coverage anywhere? That's unbelievable. God, we live in disgusting. We live in scary, scary times, and not for the reasons the Washington Post and MSNBC is claiming. There not he... because Trump is Hitler. No, we live in scary times because if you express your political view in certain right. crowds, you'll get beaten up for it. Virtually every act of violence on the UC Berkeley campus, which is, you know, it's 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 out there, but it's fairly typical of college campuses. Every act of violence in the last couple of years has been perpetrated by the left. Every single one. And you've got police forces and mayors and politicians who are okay with it. Right. Which is really troubling. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. The University of California at Berkeley has made itself a, 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 an object of derision. You're embarrassing yourself. So you you have become a punchline. And by the time you, with your spectacular self-righteous lack of insight, recognize that, it's going to be too late. You, the great vaunted UC Berkeley, are a punchline. It's awful. Poor kid. Getting a hell beat out of him by brutes. Calling him, a, a, you know, a bad person. Unbelievable. Right. That's, hey, professors. 
That's how self-righteous you've made your little charges. Your little brainwashed, you know, Maoist Red Guard youth. Jeez. It's pretty troubling. We got more on this stuff all morning long, but not too much. It's Friday. I mean, come on, huh? Oscar preview. And Hollywood Oscars King. You say that every year. You haven't said that yet this year. I, I, I hinted at it. <laughs> I know you do an Oscar party at your house. You get all dressed up in tuxedos. <laughs> I shoot it like TV like Elvis when it's on. <laughs> Stay with us. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. weighed in on that uh, attack on a Berkeley campus of a guy just standing there doing what he's constitutionally allowed to do. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, and said that we got to come up with protections for people yeah. on college campuses. Well, there are protections. Well, they I mean, pitched, in theory. pitched this idiotic idea for the longest time that speech is violence. So if you don't like what someone's saying, that justifies beating them down. Way to teach impressionable young people that for months and years, Berkeley, and you're getting what you got. Anyway, Marshall's got that in his news, uh, uh, and then we'll talk more about that later. Um, Lesbians more likely to be overweight than straight women. Straight men more likely to be overweight than gay men. Study is out. Fascinating. Get you into the details of that. Um, it's kind of interesting. How nobody knows exactly why that is. I, I, uh, I think I have an idea. Okay, well, then you can nail it down. You can help out the researchers who have spent many uh, years and hours studying this. Then we can all enjoy a meeting at HR <laughs> after hearing Sean's theories. <laughs> uh, so Charles Barkley, uh, NBA basketball player years ago, Hall of Famer, now a commentator and the highest paid commentator in the NBA because he just says whatever the heck he wants to. Right. It's right. very entertaining was on the set last night of basketball and somehow out of nowhere brought up the Jussie Smollett thing uh, to the astonishment of his uh, co-workers there on the <laughs> on the set. Here we go. So uh, just because it starts kind of midway through, they're heading over to Charles's big board of predictions. He, he's, he'll make these random predictions about X will make the playoffs, X won't, and they, yeah. they keep track of them. So they're going over there trying to keep score, and then he brings it up kind of midway through that. Ridiculous sure. one over there that's still living that what you would say has no chance of happening. Um, two, two, two black guys beat the black guy up and have a uh, black guy. That's Shaq laughing. That's, that's not, it's not on here, man. Uh, the Clippers, well, the Clippers will not make the playoffs. And, uh, what kind of hats they had on Chuck? Magus, Magus, Magus hat. All right, I think that's probably, I think that's probably it. Okay. The Lakers will not make the playoffs. The Kings will is the latest edition. Go ahead, Kenny. I can't Chuck, believe you, Chuck. You're playing with cash. Chuckster. You're playing with Chuckster. cash or you write him a check, Chuck. <laughs> Never break. Hey, listen, America. Chuckster. How? America. Let me just tell you something. What's that? Uh, do not commit crimes with checks. <laughs> Come on, man. You cannot. If you're going to break the law, do not write a check. 
Because you're writing a check that what? You're uh, behind can't cash. <laughs> Yo, man, you can't you cash up. <laughs> hey, get cash, man. <laughs> I never used the ATM. Now, you can only, I heard you can only get $200 out of Charles, it. 500. Charles, stop, literally. Stop. Stop. You're going to have to You got to make a lot of stuff to the ATM. <laughs> so, guys, one more question to ask you. Do you buy the face mask, the rope, and the thing in the same store? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, three right. <laughs> you think they put that on a receipt? Face mask, rope, bleach? <laughs> in the same store? Oh, the same store. <laughs> you wouldn't even go to three different stores. <laughs> now that's funny. Wow, and then there's more, obviously, because we didn't even get to the... You wasted all that damn time and money. You, you know what you should have did? What's that? Just went up in Liam Neeson's neighborhood. You could have solved all your death problems. Oh, my God. Wow. That is so funny. <laughs> I mean, it's a serious thing, obviously, but the fact that Charles Barkley and, and Shaq don't give a free throw, I mean, they, they don't care. They're not afraid of the conversation. It's just hilarious. Well, clearly they had been discussing this like pre-show or something oh, like that. Yeah. Chuck egging them on, throwing up the alley-oops. Hey, yeah. what about the check, Chuck? Right. <laughs> Do you buy the rope and the bleach and everything at the same store? <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. You know, I, I appreciate them skipping ahead, I guess. There's plenty of outrage to be had. I thought Eddie Johnson, superintendent of police in Chicago, delivered a verbal arse whooping that was richly deserved, righteous, angry. It was great. And then America can move on to what a terrible criminal this guy is. He's the worst criminal ever. Just a nut job. And don't well, underestimate. Go ahead. Don't underestimate the social impact of mockery too. For right. for somebody oh, yeah. whose oh, sure. whole thing was trying to become more beloved, increase his status amongst a, a very certain sort of people. Sure. The fact that he is now a punchline is the perfect punishment. <laughs> oh yeah. And 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 it, while Chuck and Shacker are just laughing so hard they can't even speak about the dude, he's meeting the cast and crew saying. Don't doubt me. This really happened, and I'll be proved uh, right, and blah, blah, blah. As he's being mocked on TV, he's just nuts. And he directed it, the whole hoax crime, like a, uh, like a, like a, a film, like a TV show. He had the, he had the surveillance camera picked out. He, he wanted it to be done in view of a certain surveillance camera. And he can be seen on that surveillance camera the day before, two days before, pointing to it. And the Nigerian oh. brothers are there and everything. And he's explaining, pointing over there. And then you whack me and everything. And then they went back the next to actually do the hoax. But they it wasn't the same spot. He hadn't marked his spot on the stage. And so the actual hoax crime was out of view of the camera. Oh. So he didn't even get that right. So that's why there is no video. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because that was confusing. So they, they only have the video of him planning the attack, not exactly. the actual attack. That is exactly. unbelievable. And they got video of the Nigerian brothers buying all the stuff at the store. Uh, do you have any rope? Oh, yeah, sure we do. You have a red MAGA hat? No, we got a red hat. Nah, that'll do. Close enough. Bleach. Over there in cleaning products. All at the same store, everybody writing checks. That Good is hilarious. Criminals. <laughs> so they got the video of the planning, but not the attack. Yeah. Boy, that could have been... Uh, the quote attack. If the attack had been on video, that would have... Uh, it, w- it would have still come out that it was a hoax, but it would have been even more explosive if the video had existed. 
You know, the only compliment... Unless I, it looked like a Keystone Cops routine, which it may have. I don't know. Right, right. Like an old Batman episode yeah. where <laughs> the, the punches clearly aren't well, hitting. He, he apparently said to them, beat me up, but not too bad. Well, I was just going to say, the one compliment I can pay the guy is he was committed enough to it to have his gigantic friend punch him in the face. Yeah, I'd... Uh, I'd there'd be a long discussion. Yeah. Hey, do we slug me in the face? Not don't break my nose or anything. I need right? to have some marks on me, but I don't want to end up with like a broken occipital bone or right, something. Right, exactly. Like don't cave in my jaw or something like that. Yeah, just so, a guy that big. If he, well, hits I gotta you, hit you hard enough to bruise you. Well, right, yeah, just enough to bruise me. That wouldn't be easy to do. You catch the right spot in your head, yeah, and you're dead. Yeah. Or you fall over backwards and die, which regularly happens. Oh boy! How would you even pull that? I don't even know how you'd go about that. I don't know. What, what a crazy person! Maybe the back of the hand. Boom! I mean, if you hit somebody hard with the back of your hand, I don't know. He needed a little swelling. Those guys are giant, though. Yeah, I know. I know. Rip. He, he had a decent, like you know, raspberry on his cheek. Yeah, yeah. So he got hit fairly hard. Of course, you know, what if you're pulling up, plan. oh, it's, 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 every aspect of it's stupid. And write a check. But so I got my gigantic uh, Nigerian-American. I think they're citizens, aren't they? They're just, they travel back and forth to the home country anyway. Um, you got to have them punch you a little bit. And then I'd imagine you just keep, like, hitting yourself on the way to the cop shop. We'd be like my friend in high school who got a minor injury in wrestling, but he didn't want to wrestle. <laughs> he hated wrestling. Wow. He was on the wrestling team. That's unfortunate. So he kept banging his elbow against the wall oh, in the geez. shower until he got it swollen up enough that he oh, wouldn't have, that he wouldn't have to uh, oh. compete in the tournament that weekend. Wow. There are <laughs> other options, son. <laughs> well, I wonder if his dad said, no, you join the team, you're going to see out the season. Because that's you know, I mean, not bad he's, parenting. He's a very successful guy now. Yeah. Well, obviously he's driven. He does whatever <laughs> it takes. Man, that Charles Barkley stuff is funny. That is hilarious. And the, and the anchor dude, just so uncomfortable. Just <laughs> squirming. That's been his role for like 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> Ernie Johnson's the best in the business at, at doing that. He's so good. Wow, wow. Oh, God dang it. Yeah, so we're going to keep you up to date on a number of uh, crime-type stories that are horrifying and have a funny underlayer at some point. Right. A real racial attack, though. Talk about that. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.